It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And this week, for the week of May 22nd, 2014, show number 74, we have all kinds of fun because we are fresh back from the Magic Kingdom. That's right, after two weeks off, Hitting up the Magic Kingdom, we are back in action here at Disney On Demand. And if it sounds a little bit different here this week while I'm talking, that's because I decided to keep the magic in the Magic Kingdom, and I'm recording this week's show, show number 74, while I'm walking around Tomorrowland here at the Magic Kingdom. And this week, as we're keeping it in Tomorrowland, as we're keeping it in the Magic Kingdom, how about celebrating it with somebody who you've sat with, you've eaten with, you've experienced here in Tomorrowland, and Sunny Eclipse. Yes, we have none other than Cal David, the voice of Sunny Eclipse, stopping in here at the show. Cal's going to stop in and talk about what it's like voicing this iconic character at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe with Sunny Eclipse, what it was like being part of Goofy for Health at the former Epcot attraction, being a musician, instructor, and more. And Cal's going to stop in and share all of that here this week on the show. In addition, no show would be complete without the D-Team. I may be enjoying the sights, the sounds of the Walt Disney World Resort, relaxing at the Caribbean Beach Resort, but the D-Team is hard at work. And we have Aaron back. You have questions and he has answers. And Aaron's going to be stopping in and answering all those questions with I Want to Know. We have Caitlin back with the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort with WDWN2. And we have Jason, as he's going to take a trip into outer space, the future, and all things Tomorrowland with another DVD and Blu-ray to add to your collection in the vault. And let's not forget Lexi, our D-Team member from Down Under, as she's going to give you a little bit more about our special guest here this week, Cal David, with The Hollywood Walk. We have all kinds of news hot off the D-Wire, from the parks, movies, the Disney Channel, all kinds of fun within the Walt Disney Company here this week. So, as I'm walking around here, I have two kids sleeping here in the stroller, while the other two are with Mom on Space Mountain right now. So, you know, with that said, I'm just going to officially kick off show number 74 for the week of May 22nd, 2014, how else by kicking it off with excitement, magic, and fun and going to the happiest place on earth. Be right back, all VG heads.
Ladies and gentlemen, Cosmic Ray is proud to present the biggest little star in the galaxy. Direct from Unork City on the planet Zork, put your hands together for Sunny Eclipse and the amazing Astro Organ. Whoa! Hello! For you Earthlings just joining me, I'm Sunny Eclipse, bringing you the sunny side of entertainment from Unork City on the planet Zork. Up here with me today is the galaxy-famous, amazing Astro Organ. but invisible vocal talent of my backup singers, the Space Angels! You know, after performing at weddings and nightclubs all over the galaxy, it's really great to be back here at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. Hey, D-Heads, you're listening to Disney On Demand. Wow, it's dark in here. Wow, and now it's too bright. Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. Kari, Kari McKean. It's like Carrie only with a K instead of a C and an A instead of an E and only one R and an I instead of an I. It's Disney On Demand. Well, it started out like any normal sitting gig. You know, with the reassuring of the parent and all. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. I just wish I could forget the whole thing. You will, kid. You will. All right, all of you D-heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff of show number 74 for the week of May 22nd, 2014. And if I sound a little out of breath here this week or a little bit all over the place, I am doing the show unscripted. That's right, I am uh, just taking notes and things that I read in my head, um, as well as many other things, and I'm walking around Tomorrowland. Yes, I'm walking around Tomorrowland because Tyler and Emma, my two youngest, my almost two-year-old and my four-year-old, are asleep in the stroller. So uh, I, I volunteered to sit back this one and let my wife take my two older kids on a variety of pretty much attractions in Tomorrowland. And so far, I've gone into Cosmic Rays, Starlight Cafe, got myself something to drink, as well as uh, hanging out in the Tomorrowland Arcade, which I'm currently doing, and many other places, you know, going through uh, Merchants of Venus and just hanging out and cooling off. And I figured, why not bring you a show? It's been two weeks. You deserve a show. And uh, you know what? Let's just uh, keep it rolling because, as I already mentioned, we are on vacation. We're at the Magic Kingdom, the Walt Disney World Resort. And earlier this week, I even met many of you D-heads at Downtown Disney, so fantastic time. So... I'm just winging it here, all of you D-heads, so you're going to cut me some slack. I'm going to try to do the news the best I can. So let's officially kick off the news for the week of May 22nd, 2014 for show number 74. And before I do that, see, I'm already forgetting things walking around Tomorrowland here. Before I do that, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand. And remember, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z-Radio.com. 
There you can find our full list of past shows, archives, and more, including connecting up with the D-Team right there on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney Blue, B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio. And remember, you can find all these links and much, much more on our official website at DizRadio.com. There. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to remember here, D-Heads. Like I said, the show is very different here this week. I'm just walking around, just pretty much talking on the digital recorder here. So it is just kind of all over the place. So with that said, Let's just jump into news as I remember it. And how about Disney Parks kicking off the summer travel season with a 24-hour coast-to-coast celebration this week with Rock Your Disney Side. That's right, three Disney parks. Yes, from 6 a.m. Friday, May 23rd to 6 a.m. Saturday, May 24th on each coast. Guests are going to spend 24 hours laughing, screaming, dancing, and embracing their own Disney side. Now, the 24-hour celebration of summer also features special entertainment at all three parks. Now, as I recall, at the Walt Disney World Resort here in Florida, they're going to have Maleficent, Cruella de Vil, and rarely spotted villains, including the Big Bad Wolf, Stromboli, and the Bowler Hat Guy from Meet the Robinsons. They're all going to appear in locations throughout the park, and they're also going to have It's Good to Be Bad cavalcade preceding the Disney's Main Street Electrical Parade. Now, the 24 hours is kicking off this weekend, so get ready. If you plan on attending, it is going to be a blast. Now, there is some entertainment going on as well at Disney's California Adventure with the Mad Tea Party and many other things, including a midnight performance of Mickey's Soundsational Parade. So it's definitely going to be fun. I wish I wasn't heading back from the Walt Disney World Resort um, before it, but hey, anyone else that is hitting up to 24 hours, let us know. Um, you know, how much fun you're going to have and take a lot of photos. Now, pushing right along here, literally pushing right along here as I'm pushing the stroller through the Tomorrowland Arcade right now, how about Muppets Most Wanted on DVD? That's right, the DVD and Blu-ray release is coming August 12th. Now, if you loved Muppets Most Wanted, it is getting released with three versions of the film. Yes, you heard me correct. There's going to be three versions of the film. Now, you may recall the Muppets are back in a globe-trotting, star-studded musical comedy Disney's Muppets Most Wanted that is coming. It stars Ricky Gervais, Ty Burrell, Tina Fey, and everyone else that we love. Come on, Kermit, Miss Piggy, Gonzo, everybody. And the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational home entertainment release also includes a great featurette, Rizzo's Biggest Fan, and the music video, I Can Give You What You Want, performed by Brett McKenzie. Now, as I already mentioned, it's going to have three versions of the film. I mean, come on. You can't go wrong with that. Three versions of the film. It's going to have the original theatrical cut and what they're calling the unnecessarily extended cut and also the Statler and Waldorf cut. So there are three different versions of the film. Now there's going to be a lot of great things on there as well. If I recall, you're also going to get it on digital HD, Disney Movies Anywhere. They're also going to have Frog E. Oki and I'm number one and many other things, including the longer, longest blooper reel in Muppet history as they're calling it. Now, Muppets Most Wanted is a fantastic film. It was fun, friendly, and uh, it really did add to that adventure and, you know, buddy movie that the Muppets needed for quite some time. Now, continuing on with news here, and uh, like I said, it might be a little brief here this week because uh, I am doing it on a whim. A little bit cheating here with my phone, but it is just kind of on a whim, but uh, rumor has it frozen on ice. I'm sure by the time I report this, it's already been reported and not positive. We may even have it posted on our blog, but if I'm correct, 
Feld Entertainment, the worldwide leader in producing live touring family entertainment, announced the 34th Disney on Ice Spectacular is going to bring the Academy Award-winning number one animated film of all time, Disney's Frozen, to life. Yes, tickets are going to go on sale starting in September, and the tour is going to start in September 2014. You can get pre-sale tickets right now. Now, the Academy Award-winning tale is going to be told live for the first time in a production, capturing the dynamic between two royal sisters, Anna and Elsa. Anna, a girl with an extraordinary heart, embarks on an epic journey to find her sister, the magical Elsa, who remains secluded as she finally feels free to test the limits of her powers. In more than 30 years of producing Disney on Ice shows, Feld Entertainment has been waiting for a film like this, said producer Nicole Feld. Now, while it might seem obvious that Frozen is well-suited for the ice, this Disney on Ice production will touch audiences emotionally through the innovative show elements and world-class skating. Now, this is going to be the 34th Disney on Ice spectacular that is hitting from Feld Entertainment. And as you recall, Feld Entertainment does a variety of different shows from Disney on Ice as well as Marvel Live. If you want to find out more about this, definitely visit DisneyOnIce.com as well as their Facebook page, Facebook.com slash DisneyOnIce and even you can follow them on the Feld Entertainment official website. Now pushing right along, let's talk about Adventures by Disney. If it wasn't hot enough here as you hear me crinkling up my napkin to uh, wipe my forehead here, I am a little hot, I decided to step out for a bit. Uh, uh, Adventures by Disney, the leading travel operator, Adventures by Disney, is continuing to bring the world's greatest stories to life with an introduction of three new itineraries for 2015. Yes, starting in 2015, Adventures by Disney will begin running an amazing double bucket list itinerary, taking families into adventurous paths of the Ecuadorian Amazon. That was tough to say while staring at an iPhone. All right, this trip will not only travel through the Amazon region, but also explore the Galapagos Islands, proving to be the most adventurous trip announced to date. Now, they have a variety of other ones that they're going to have, including a four-night river cruise on the Anaconda Riverboat to explore the tropical rainforest, three-night stays on a lovely beachfront Finch Bay Hotel in the Galapagos, and many other things. Now, if you enjoy Adventures by Disney, this is one that you really do want to, you know, just check out on your bucket list. I would love to take a ride into the Amazon and check things out and really, you know, hang out in the rainforest. It, it would be a blast. Now, continuing on here, like I said, it's it's a little more free-flowing. <laughs> one, <laughs> one second. Yes, can I just get a cup of ice? Yes, I'm just getting a cup of ice, all of you D-heads. Now, uh, any of you listening, you may have read this tip or you don't know, if you ask for a cup of ice and water, Disney will fill it for you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right, DS. I got my cup of ice here. Now, anyways, now I'm cooling off here. Now, let's uh, push right along. And how about the Toy Story of Terror? Yes, everybody's favorite toys are back. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Just trying to get out the store here, D-Heads. Anyways, everyone's favorite toys are back in Disney's Pixar's frightfully fun adventure, Toy Story of Terror. Available for the first time ever on Blu-ray, digital DVD, and Disney Movies Anywhere on August 19th. Yes, reuniting after the events of the blockbuster smash Toy Story 3, you're going to have Buzz, Woody, and the gang, and their new friend, Combat Carl, for a spooky tale full of mystery and humor. That's a must-own for Disney Toy Story and Pixar fans. Now, Toy Story of Terror is going to make its in-home debut loaded with never-before-seen bonus features, including three vintage toy commercials, which have been viewed as act breaks during films separately. There's going to be all-new bonus features, which include audio commentary, deleted scenes, and more. And they're also going to have a variety of different Toy Story tune shorts, including Hawaiian Vacation, 
Small Fry, and Partysaurus Rex. They're also going to have many deleted scenes of Pencil Topper Trilogy, Travel brochures, and a Road Trip Roulette, and many other things on top of that. So definitely check this one out, all of you D-Heads. It is a must-own for your collection. All right, D-Heads. So anyways, I'm getting a little hot here, so I'm not going to talk too much longer, and, uh, you know, I just <laughs> I don't want my iPhone to die, so I'm just going to try to pull up a couple more things here and how about best western is kicking off the summer travel sweepstakes with augmented reality experiences that bring disney channel stars to life this was probably a bad place to stand with the uh with the uh, grand prix right here anyways best western international the world's biggest hotel family is once again teaming up with disney channel to bring a virtual version of a popular young tv star into the lobbies of more than 2200 hotels this summer in an augmented reality experience. Yes, beginning already, travelers can enter any Best Western Hotel in North America and be greeted by a life-size display of Zendaya, the star of the upcoming Disney Channel original movie, Zapped. Now guests can download the free Best Western Alive app, available through iTunes, Google Play, and more, to bring the display to life and snap a photo with Zendaya that can be shared with your friends and family on social media. Now this is an augmented reality, so basically you stand next to the kiosk, you let your children, you know, pose, do what they have to do. Zendaya will appear before you snap the picture. And there you have it. You are there with the Disney Channel star. Definitely check it out if you are at any Best Western or uh, maybe there's a Best Western by you. Just walk into the lobby and do it. Might be fun. Maybe I'll do it just to see how it works out. And finally, how about Girl Meets World, all of you D-heads? Yes, Girl Meets World. I had the privilege of uh, catching the theme song in advance for Girl Meets World. Now, theme songs are back once again, and you can watch the first episode of Girl Meets World on the Watch Disney app right now. For your iPad, you can watch the first episode right there, right now, and see Girl Meets World. But theme songs are back for quite some time. Theme songs were dead, and now the Girl Meets World theme song is catchy, fun, and... Uh, definitely sets the tone for the rest of the Should I say it is on my plans to watch the first episode using the Watch Disney app. So all of you D-heads, with that said, I am going to let you go. I'm going to walk. I'm going to drink my ice water here, and uh, I'm going to release the reins to the D-team because even though I'm on vacation, they are hard at work. You have questions, they have answers, and Aaron's going to answer all those questions with I Want to Know. We also have Caitlin back with WDWN2 with the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort and more. So all of you D-heads, with that said, I'm going to let you go and uh, because it is magical, because things are just great, because I'm in the Magic Kingdom right now, I'm going to leave you with one to help you remember the magic. Be right back all of you D-heads and I'm going to go cool off in Merchants of Venus. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Today we celebrate the 25th anniversary of Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. In honor of our past guests and in grateful appreciation to those of you who have revisited the Magic Kingdom so many times, we proudly dedicate this, our 25th anniversary parade, to you. Today, for the first time in our history, nearly 1,000 of our park guests will join the Disney cast and perform with them in a magical moment from a Walt Disney classic. Now come with us, ladies and gentlemen, and remember the magic. Come meet the girl whose foot fits the glass slipper, the genie who makes wishes come true, the little lion cub who grows up to be king. Come celebrate again all the wonder and joy, the laughter and delight that is so much a part of our tradition here in Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Come with us. We 
Remember the magic. present a magical moment from a Walt Disney classic. Come on, join in, make the magic come true. Hear ye, hear ye, the Royal Ball is about to begin. <laughs> Find a partner, everybody. Come on, everybody, sway along with us. So this is love, so this is love, so this is what makes life Elma Lewis.
Life's full of tough choices. In it. <laughs> Don't forget, keep listening to Disney On Demand. Hey, guess what kind of bugs they have up there in the moon? Give up? Lunatics! Hey, I'm on a roll now. You know, I'd still be up there performing on the moon, but I heard it was going broke. It was down to its last quarter! But honestly, folks, I really do love your beautiful planet Earth. It's big and round and blue and green, just like my mother-in-law! Hi there, it's Caitlin here with WDWN2, a quick rundown of what's happening in the parks. In case you haven't heard, the news you've all been waiting for is finally here. The Seven Dwarfs Mine Train's official opening day will be May 28th. It's been a long time coming, so we're just dying to take a ride through the mines and finally experience it for ourselves. This summer will be quite eventful for Animal Kingdom, and we've got a lot of exciting news to share. The Festival of the Lion King is set to return to their brand new theater located on the left side of the Africa section sometime in June, and we can't wait to welcome them home. In fact, this summer actually marks the 20th anniversary of the Lion King. In celebration of this momentous occasion, a brand new event spectacular called Harambe Nights will be available as a special ticket event in Animal Kingdom from June 7th to August 9th. The event will start with appetizers and drinks outside of the Festival of the Lion King's Theater. Following the cocktail session will be an incredible show, The Lion King Concert in the Wild, featuring a live orchestra, performers, dancers, and a celebrity narrator, all to honor one of the highest-grossing animated movies of all time. Winged Encounters The Kingdom Takes Flight is a new experience starring colorful macaws. Produced by Disney Creative Entertainment and the Flights of Wonder team, it's sure to be an amazing and enriching show, highlighting the beautiful and endangered macaws. It should be coming to Animal Kingdom sometime soon, in the next year at least. And this last piece of news might be our favorite. Animal Kingdom is getting a nighttime spectacular. Imagineers are hard at work creating the Rivers of Light nighttime spectacular, which will incorporate live music, water screens with beautiful animal imagery, and best of all, floating lanterns. Animal Kingdom has been in desperate need of an evening show since its opening, so we are thrilled to hear about Rivers of Light. Thanks for listening, and until next time, don't forget, you can fly. Play now in the good old key of G. Zeke and Zeb and Ted and friend by name Tennessee. Zeke's twanging on the banjo and a tapping with his feet. A banging on the dish pine with a real old country beat. Zeb is sawing on the fiddle with a crooked hickory bowl. When the spirit moves that groove, he can make that fiddle go. Ted is on the corn jug, now I mean that bear can blow. He also plays the washboard with the handle of the hole. And Big Fred's playing mild harp, he plays it kind of sad. He never took a lesson, he just picked it up from Dad. 
Little old Tennessee bear is a featured on the thing. Sounds just like a guitar, but it's only got one string. So clap your hands and stomp your feet and try to keep right with them. One sure thing the bear band's got is real old country rhythm. Yeah, clap your hands and stomp your feet and try to keep right with them. One sure thing the bear band's got is real old country rhythm. In their dealings with dressed envelope to Davis and Kurt. Write down that. Must do Disney. I'm your host, Stacy. You know, there's a lot of things in life that you must do, but there are only a few of those must do's that you really want to do. And that's why we're here today. We're going to take you all around the Walt Disney World Resort, park by park, and show you what's hot and what you must do right now at Walt Disney World. This is Must Do Disney. Let's go. Mr. Little, can I call you chicken? <laughs> scratchy, scratchy, scratchy. You guys are very talented. Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain, Adventureland. She is a princess. Sassy. To start your play at the world's greatest playground, you gotta start at the Magic Kingdom Park. Here we go. Six lands of fantasy make up this imaginative place for kids of all ages. I'm gonna hit them all. Pirates of the Caribbean. Arr. Hey, Mickey, spill her magic. It's 3D. Woo! Peekaboo. Ah! I Are you dizzy yet? So let's dive in there and take a look at the Magic Kingdom Park must do. You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey, D-Head, this is Aaron, and I'm back with another installment of I Want to Know. Hope everyone's having a good spring and enjoying that warm weather. We have a full virtual mailbag today, so let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Samantha Branks from Michigan, and she writes... My questions is about Mickey's Philharmagic. I do enjoy the show. I've heard that there used to be a few things there before. I think I recall a Lion King show. And also my dad keeps telling me of Mickey Mouse Review. Thanks for the information. Well, Mickey's Philharmagic is a 4D film attraction found at the Magic Kingdom theme park in Fantasyland at Walt Disney World. The film was directed by George Scribner, who's best known for directing Disney's 1988 animated film, Oliver and Company. Mickey's Philharmagic is a 12-minute long show featuring 3D effects, synths, and water as well as a number of characters from Disney movies. It is shown on the largest purpose-built 3D screen ever made at 150 feet wide. This is the fourth attraction to utilize this show building. 
The theater originally hosted the Mickey Mouse Review. Later, it was the home to the 3D Magic Journeys film after it left Epcot's Journey into Imagination Pavilion to make way for Captain EO. Most recently, it was home to the stage presentation, The Legend of the Lion King. The Mickey Mouse Review opened on October 1st, 1971 and closed September 14th, 1980. Magic Journeys ran in the Magic Kingdom from December 15th, 1987 to December 1st, 1993. Legend of the Lion King opened July 8th, 1994 and closed February 23rd, 2002 and PhilharMagic has been there since October 8, 2003. It's a fun show. Well, our next question is from Big Mike from Tennessee, and he writes, Since Frozen is so big, are there any hidden Mickeys in it? Or other characters as in past Disney films? Thanks, Aaron. Well, calling Frozen big is a bit of an understatement. Huge and colossal are better descriptions. It's quite the phenomenon. There are several hidden Mickeys, and other Disney characters and references in this film. These are the ones I found, but there are others that could be called iffy hidden Mickeys. The first Mickey can be spotted in the opening sequence when they're collecting ice. Look to the mountains on the left-hand side of the screen. It's not real big, but it's there. Then there's Flynn Rider and Rapunzel attending the coronation. You can see the back of their heads as they enter the gates. A tiny Mickey Mouse plush toy sits on one of the lower shelves in Wandering Oaken's Trading Post and Sauna, but you have to be really looking forward to see it. Also in here, on the checkout counter is supposed to be a Mike Wazowski, but I don't really see it. At the reception after the coronation, you can see some candies that look like candies from Sugar Rush in Wreck-It Ralph. Also in this scene, the bust just left of Anna looks a lot like a bust from the Haunted Mansion. The reinterpretation of the classic painting, The Swing, was also the inspiration for Tangled's art style. And who recognized in the beach scene that the sand snow girl is a depiction of the copper tone girl and the puppy pulling on her swimsuit. There are many others I can't confirm, like Jack Skeleton in the Moss of a Rock. That's the fun of watching Disney movies though, and discovering them for yourself. Hopefully I've shed light on some new ones, but feel free to, feel free to email me dheads with any that I might have missed. Well, our final question is from Melissa Gerthy of Indianapolis, Indiana, and she writes, Disney On Demand's I Want to Know part of the show. I was looking at old photos from the parks. When did the Skyway fully disappear? And any reason as to why it was taken down? Well, I'm not sure which park you're referring to, so here's a brief history of all three of them. The Skyway at Disneyland opened on June 23, 1956. It was built by Von Roll Limited, based in Bern, Switzerland. It was the first Von Roll Type 101 aerial ropeway in the USA. Walt Disney Imagineering bought the ride from Switzerland. It was a 1947 gondola lift Von Roll sidecar model. In 1959, a major renovation added the submarine voyage, the Disney monorail, the Matterhorn, and the motorboat cruise. But when the Matterhorn was planned, it was designed to be built right in the pathway of the Skyway. So without a single closure of the Skyway, the Matterhorn was built around the Skyway. During the Fantasyland renovation at Disneyland in the mid-1980s, the Skyway made only round trips from Tomorrowland. The Disneyland Skyway was removed on November 9, 1994 due to stress cracks in the Matterhorn roller battery support. 
At Disneyland, the Fantasyland Skyway Station remains, but is off-limits to guests and completely empty of machinery and is mostly hidden by the trees. It's slated, though, to be demolished soon due to pest infestations and a weakening structure. And the Tomorrowland Skyway Station has already been demolished. The holes in the Matterhorn were filled in and the Skyway supports were dismantled within weeks. In 1998, Tokyo Disneyland closed its Skyway. The Fantasyland Station was removed to make room for Pooh's Honey Hunt, while the Tomorrowland Station was remodeled into a candy store. At the Magic Kingdom, the Skyway was removed in 1999. The Tomorrowland Station was demolished in the summer of 2009, while the Fantasyland Station was used for stroller parking, but has now been demolished. A couple of the reasons all three versions closed was due to their low hourly capacity and poor wheelchair accessibility. I remember riding it at Disneyland. I was very young and it kind of scared me because it swayed a lot, especially on windy days. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads.
Any honeymooners in the audience? Hey, congratulations, you two. Now, listen to Sonny when I tell you I never knew the true meaning of happiness until I got married. But then it was too late. Well, it's high time I told you a little something about myself. Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. See? Wow. It's Disney On Demand. Dibs. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. Okay, I'm convinced. And a little disgusted. All right, all of you D-heads, I am back once again. And uh, as I'm walking around here, it is a little hot. You know, I'm (laughs) stripped down best as I can using my son's uh, spritzer fan here that he had to have. Um, You know, but I hope you're enjoying this little bit of a free-form show here this week as I'm walking around Tomorrowland as, uh, you know, my wife is taking my two oldest children on a variety of the attractions while the two youngest are crashing in the stroller. Let me tell you, I wish I could just sit back and sleep in a stroller. It would be amazing. I mean, seriously, if somebody could just push me around, doze off for a little bit at the Magic Kingdom, let you push you around, wake up, hit up a ride or two, go back to sleep, you know, maybe eat. It'd be fantastic. But anyways, you're pushing right along, of you D-heads. I do want to thank the D-team for stopping in. Aaron, stopping in and answering all those questions. Remember, you can always ask Aaron any question at all. Just email him directly, Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. You can also find that link directly on our website at DizRadio.com. And also thank you, Caitlin, for stopping in and bringing us the latest at the Walt Disney World Resort with WDWN2. I myself might be a little excited for Harambe Nights. I, I think it's going to be definitely, definitely a fun, fun time. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, I already gave you some news here this week. And mind you, I'm doing this all on the fly. I am not uh, reading notes. I'm not, uh, you know, pulling a script or bullet points. I literally am walking around Tomorrowland, uh, you know, just doing the show. So uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I'm not sounding like I'm rambling and babbling here, but I wanted to bring you a show. It's been two weeks. You deserve a show. And uh, we have Cal David stopping in here, the voice of Sunny Eclipse. It doesn't get better than that. So as I already gave you news and other things, I just want to say my experience here at the Magic Kingdom so far this week has been amazing. Let me tell you, there is one thing that Disney does right, and that is customer service. I have to say, when we flew out, for this Disney vacation, Southwest, we started on Southwest and ended with AirTran, they lost our bags. And it was a nightmare. I mean, seriously, from the time we landed at the airport, from this exciting trip that we were leaving for, at 6 a.m. our flight left, we were so excited for it. Uh, You know, the thing that just really sucked was our luggage got lost, what was gonna happen. After spending hours and hours at the Southwest counter, we finally found out, all right, your luggage will be there later, it'll come on Magical Express, it'll be in your room. All right, well now we've lost the day of everything, right? We purposely got there early, now we have no swimsuits, no change of clothes, nothing at all to, you know, it's just, it was ridiculous, it was a nightmare. So we're trying to bide our time, mind you, our luggage still hasn't arrived and it's six o'clock, so we decided to head off. We looped the monorail, ate dinner at Chef Mickey's, which was always a blast. I mean, eating dinner at Chef Mickey's is always fun. I mean, seriously, it's always a good time. So we're eating dinner at Chef Mickey's. Our bags still aren't there. So finally, we we come back from Chef Mickey's. We watched the fireworks from the Contemporary that night. So we come back. It's 10 o'clock. And mind you, the next day, we're starting with the Magic Kingdom. You know, when you go to, when you go to the Walt Disney World Resort, you start with the Magic Kingdom. So we're about to start with the Magic Kingdom. It's 10 o'clock, and nobody has a change of clothes or anything. So what does Disney do? They help my wife track down our luggage. And I'm not going to get into the big mess that happened, but let's just say that uh, Southwest was 
holding our luggage at the airport. It, it, was, it was ridiculous. I mean, they were literally holding it. Um, they, they purposely did not send it to Magical Express for a variety of reasons that were all ridiculous. So this cast member helps out my wife, and, you know, it, it was great. I mean, that's the thing. It was fantastic. Everything worked out. We had a change of clothes. Uh, mind you, Disney did bring it to our room at about 1 a.m., but we still got it. Um, you know, it, it was good. Now, you might say, okay, well, that's just one thing. Well, Disney's customer service goes beyond that. So the next day, we're at the Magic Kingdom. All right, now, you know, getting to the Magic Kingdom and doing things, you know, with four kids, a big, gigantic Bob stroller, and I know you mothers out there, even if you fathers don't know, you know what a Bob stroller is. It's kind of big, and it's kind of bulky, it's kind of heavy. I pity any father or mother that has to carry this thing anywhere and fold it up. But, you know, so we get there. And, you know, we have our fast passes, we're ready to hit up the parks, we get in, we hit up Main Street. Uh, it, it's a good time. The music's playing, I can smell the popcorn, you see the characters. Um, we went right away to meet Mickey because we had to meet Talking Mickey because my, my children, you know, the older ones were already asking, why wasn't Mickey talking to everybody at dinner? And we explained, if he talked to everybody, his voice would go, that he would talk to them the next day. Well, he did, so that truly was magical. That was a moment that uh, put a little doubt back into their minds where, oh wow, he is talking to us. Uh, but, you know, so everything's going well. I mean, everything's going good, and, you know, Tyler got his first set of Mickey ears that actually had his name on it. Last time he had Mickey ears, it was for his first haircut. So now he has his official Mickey ears, and we're walking through, you know, we, we get to Adventureland, and then we're, it, it was good. Literally, we've been at the park maybe two and a half hours. So we finally get to Splash Mountain. My two oldest, this is the first time they can go on it. They are tall enough to go. They want to go on this thing. So they're going on it with my wife. And as I'm crossing the bridge so we can watch people drop with the other two, I notice our stroller has two flat tires. Yes, two flat tires. You know, I'm like, really, I don't need this after luggage. After the luggage mess of the night before, I was already tired. So I'm like, all right. Who's going to help me here? You know, I literally, I'm snapping my fingers and I'm like, who's going to help me? And uh, who's that one person that uh, I can take care of this? I'm like, well, Disney will make it right. So I walk through the park, literally, with two kids in a stroller on one tire from Frontierland all the way up front to City Hall. So I get to City Hall. I ask them if they know anyone that can maybe inflate the tires. I'm thinking maybe they're just deflated from the air pressure from the you know the airplane or who knows what right it could be anything you know they were working that morning you know so why not uh then they say all right head over to the wheelchair station so now i'm all the way back at the front of the park and you know you've all been there before you know the wheelchair station is right there when you walk through the ticket uh you know to get in so seriously you're right there so i get there they give me an air compressor you know they're like fill it up Nothing's filling up. Nothing's filling up. Finally, the cast member comes up. He goes, do those come off? I go, yes. He took my two tires, disappeared for about 20 minutes. I mean, mind you, it was some time. My wife's texting me, where are you? So I, I sent her to Starbucks, get us some uh, frappuccinos, some nice blended frappuccinos to cool us off on their way back from Splash Mountain. Lo and behold, 20 minutes later, the cast member comes out with two brand new tubes in our tires. Disney went ahead, replaced them for free, and made sure to take our picture, you know, myself and my two youngest kids, uh, Emma and Tyler, and, you know, just said, have a magical day. And, you know, it's little touches like that that keep you coming back to Disney. I mean, it seriously is. I mean, things like that could ruin your entire day. 
and the cast member went ahead and made it right and you know really took care of us and changed these tires that they did not have to change and you know that's just two examples here and i'm not going to ramble on much more but let's just say the trip that could have started out as the griswold trip from hell and mind you, that is usually our family's theme song. Um, you know, it, it turned around very good. I mean, it turned it out. It turned around really nice. Um, you know, there was no moose that had to be out front. You know, telling us that uh, sorry, parks closed or too bad you're out of luck. Uh, they really stepped up and took care of us. So I got to give Disney that. Now, you know, I'm not going to talk too much longer. We have a lot of fun things on the horizon. We have a special guest stopping in with Cal David. You know, the voice of Sunny Eclipse. I'm walking around Tomorrowland here. I. I think my wife just texted me and said they are on the exit ramp of Space Mountain, so uh, they're probably enjoying that exit music from Mike Purcell. A uh, little drop there that you may notice from our show a couple weeks ago who composed the exit music of Space Mountain. Um, but uh, anyways, you know, I just want to say all of you D-Heads, it's a magical time, it's fun, and thank you to all of you D-Heads who I met at Downtown Disney last night. It truly was a blast. I will try to get the photos up as soon as we can. It was great. I mean, there must have been, what, 30 or 40 of us there? I, I lost count at some point. But we were all having fun. Uh, got our $5 margaritas. It, it was a blast. It was really a blast to meet up with all of you D-Heads and uh, really put faces to all of you listeners. I really enjoyed it, and it was a really a good time. Uh, meeting up with all of you at Downtown Disney. So, with that said, D-Heads, I just gotta say it truly is magical. As a father, I tear up many, many times. Um, you know, just because I grew up going to Disney. I grew up with Disney. I grew up watching the movies. Um, Wonderful World of Disney. The Sunday night movies. Going to the parks with my family. Hitting up River Country. I truly love Disney. And now I've been passing that tradition on to my children. So much so, they've been asking to come. And now we surprise them with this trip. So... I just have to say that, uh, you know, it, it really is magical. As a father, it's just, uh, it really is something that's that's sticking with me now. It's something that uh, really does bring a tear to my eye. So as I let you go, as we gear up for Cal David and also Lexi, our D-team member from Down Under, um, you know, I just want to say, remember to share the magic. Share in the magic. Take a moment. It was a dream that Walt Disney had. You grew up with it. And now you're passing it on to your kids, your friends, and your family. So, uh, you know, it, it truly is a blessing. And thank all of you D-Heads for letting us do this show every week and uh, share the magic from your lifetime of Disney every single week. I, I really do um, appreciate it. And I am humbled that you guys tune in every week to uh, enjoy these shows from every facet of Disney you've ever experienced, whether that was television, the movies, Disney Junior, going to the parks, you know, every area of Disney that you've been affected with. You know, we understand not everybody goes to the parks. Not everybody can make it to the parks. But, you know, Disney's in your home. You're watching Disney Junior. You're watching the movies. So thank you once again for letting us bring that to you. So in that touching moment, I'm going to get back into my radio voice and uh, power things down here. And uh, let's share the magic. And uh, next time you hear me, I'll have Cal David online. Take it easy, all of you D-heads. Together we all write It's been a part of me 
Start those projectors and look at this week's Hollywood Walk. Hey, D heads! This week's special guest is very special indeed. We are lucky to have Mr. Cal David here with us today. We know him from Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe in Tomorrowland, 
Magic Kingdom. Now, Cal is the voice of Sunny Eclipse, who sings jazz music and entertains all us Disney lovers while we enjoy the cafe's tasty treats. So, when Cal is not lending his voice to Sunny Eclipse, our much-loved alien friend, he is busy being an incredible blues guitarist, singer and songwriter. Can you believe that his music career has spanned successfully over 50 years? That is truly amazing. Cal has even spent time with the historic Columbia Records, recording an album called Illinois Speed Press and one called Duet. Disney is very lucky to have him as part of the family. Now for some background info. Cal is from Chicago and his name is actually David Raskin but it was in his teenage band called Cal David and the Exceptions from back in 1962 that he took the stage name. That's pretty awesome if you ask me. So after a few other gigs in between, Cal swapped sides of the country and moved to Woodstock, forming a band called the Fabulous Rhinestones. And they recorded three albums. Fabulous Rhinestones, Free Wheelin' and The Rhinestones. They all sound like so much fun. And trust me, you definitely want to check out Cal's website. His voice and smooth sound is just so honest and fun. Cal has worked all over the place, like I mentioned before. Taking his talents from New York to Illinois and California and beyond. And he's been the star of so many great bands all with fun and timeless blues. In the early 1980s, Cal played guitar for John Mile. He also made two albums called Never a Dull Moment and Double Tough. And of course, each of them met critical acclaim and they were really popular worldwide. That is fantastic. Now, this kind of success means TV appearances occupied a lot of Cal's time, including a one-hour special featuring this week's special guest in Germany. Wow! Now, the early 1990s saw this week's special guest move to Palm Springs and create another band called Cal David and the Real Deal. Cal has had so many different successful creative experiences. He even worked on a local radio show, hosting the late night Blue Monday blues shows in Palm Springs. Cal was even a sideman for music legends like Etta James and Johnny Rivers. Wow, Etta James is truly incredible. It must have been such a life-changing experience to be able to work with her. More recently, Cal has toured around with his wife and frequently plays at BB King's Blues Club in LA and other casinos around the place too. And it is thanks to his incredible hard work that in 2004, Cal received a Golden Palm Star on the Walk of Stars. Also with Disney, Cal lends his voice to the unhealthy living blues from Goofy About Health at the Wonders of Life Pavilion in Epcot. Now when he's not doing all this, 
Cal loves to teach music to new talent coming through. As a guest artist at the esteemed Berklee College of Music, Cal has given so many lectures and performances for some of the country's most inspiring upcoming talent. He also raises money to get musical instruments into as many schools as possible. I think it's always inspiring when a member of the Disney family decides to give back to the community. And that is definitely something that this week's special guest knows well. With all of these wildly successful music endeavours throughout his life, I think it is safe to say that Disney is lucky to have Mr. Cal David as part of the family. After all, Sunny Eclipse makes dining at the Magic Kingdom all the more fun for everyone. If you just want to kick up your feet and rest for a while, his tunes are the way to go. So thank you, Cal David. Without you, Disney would definitely not be the same. Hey, in you Newark, you know what's worse than raining cats and dogs? Hailing taxi tabs. Everybody's a comedian in this town. Now where you going, Mac? I ain't got all day. Hey, take me down to Uptown. I want to see that big green lady out there in the harbor. My mom! Hey, watch out for that! Way substation. Look, there's Ab parking you. Carnegie Call! The Dorf Wall Astoria! St. Rick Pat's Cathedral! Squadison Mare Garden! The Tavern for the Green! And there is the Liver of Statue. The fellow Rocka Plaza, you can water skate. The very tallest building is the Fire M State. Climbed by Harry O'Conn King. That guy went eight, man. You nark. Where nobody's mean. You nark. Where all the folks on the scene are blue or pink or polka dot and purple green. I can see my old buddy Mike Feedback, the technician up there in the control booth, has given me the signal to take five. Now don't go away, because we have some very special entertainment to follow. Lights, camera, action! It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest! Alright all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues Disney On Demand. And as we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, one of those is heading down to the theme parks. And you may know this person as a musician, an instructor, a blues master, but also as the quirky, fun-loving Sunny Eclipse from the Starlight Lounge at the Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland, we have none other then Cal David here. Welcome to Disney On Demand. Hello. Cal David, Sunny Eclipse, everything else from your career, so many different things, um, you know, on your resume. I guess before we touch base upon the Magic Kingdom and, you know, Sunny Eclipse, I guess uh, what led you down the path of music? Was it something always in your blood, and uh, how did it get started? You mean uh, the fact that I'm a musician now? Well, it's always, you know, (laughs) 
started when I was a, a child. My parents knew and recognized that I had this leaning. Uh, I actually had my own radio when I was five years old, and it would be at my bedside, and most of the time it was on. And I was soaking up music from the time I was a kid. And, uh, you know, my parents encouraged me. They did not discourage me, although um, they realized that music was a hard road. Uh, they knew that it was in my blood. You know, if you if you are a musician, you have to be, and you want to pursue it, you have to be in the music business. So music is one thing, and the music business is quite another. You know, there are a lot of people that play music that don't play professionally, and I can dig that, you know. But uh, it's been a great career, and I've, I've had uh, many highs among them, performing as uh, Sunny Eclipse, which has been a lot of fun for me. Well, you know, and Sunny Eclipse is one of those characters that everybody who goes to the Magic Kingdom, you go to Tomorrowland, everybody knows Sunny Eclipse. Um, you know, they love him. They love the music. You know, you see the loops all over YouTube and everywhere else. I guess, uh, how did that role come about where they picked you as a Sunny Eclipse? I mean, because, you know, listening to you even speak, you can just hear Sunny in your voice. <laughs> well, you know... Um... The guy that wrote the music, the great George Wilkins, who worked for Disney for a long time, I, I, he's no longer uh, working for Disney. I believe he's kind of semi-retired. But at, at that time, uh, he wrote the uh, the mu He was hired by Disney to write the music for that, and um, he had been uh, George had been coming to my shows uh, um, on a regular basis. So. Um, I was playing these lounges, you know, these joints that I was playing in, in uh, Southern California. And uh, George and his wife had become fans. And uh, so it was kind of an obvious choice. This was uh, uh, Sonny is a, a lounge singer from the planet Zork. And I am a lounge singer <laughs> of the planet Earth. And so it was a kind of tight casting. He just really felt that I would be the perfect guy and as it turned out it worked well you know I originally uh, the first project that I did for George was something called uh, Goofy for Health an exhibit that I believe is no longer there at Disney World but uh, I went I guess it was in Epcot that's right it was in Epcot and uh, it was uh, for an insurance company and uh, I played the part of Goofy's doctor and uh, I was seen as a, uh, I was drawn as a uh, silhouette on a window shade. <laughs> and I was shaking my finger at Goofy and telling him to lay off the cigarettes and coffee. <laughs> and uh, and that was my first uh, foray into the uh, the realm of Disney. And I actually went and saw that with my nephew. Uh, my little five-year-old nephew, he was five at the time. Uh, we were down in Florida and, and went to the park, and he sat there. I think we saw the thing five times in a row. We just sat there and watched it over and over. And he kept yelling, that's my uncle. That's my Uncle Cal. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. However, I have never seen Sunny Eclipse. I haven't made it back to Florida in all these years, and uh, so... I've not, I've only seen it in videos. I've only seen him in videos and, uh, and emails all the time about it. And 
I think Sonny has a lot of fans. Well, and Sonny does have a lot of fans. I mean, it is one of those shows where it's an attraction without it being an attraction. I mean, it really is a place for people just to cool off, you know, get some food and hang out. And, you know, Sonny has now gotten, you know, his own fan following. Now, you know, since you haven't had a chance, you said, you know, you've seen the YouTube videos or seen things like that. You haven't seen it live. But, uh, you know, with Sonny's fans and getting all those kinds of emails and things like that, when it comes to the banter and the jokes and things like that, um, you know, how is it, uh, how did that come to be? Was there an actual script or writers or did you improv some of that? No, it was all scripted. Everything I said, you know, I love your planet. It's big and blue and green and round, just like my mother-in-law, but I'm, but all that stuff was written, was written for me. None of it was improvised. And, um, so I just, uh, I read the script. <laughs> well, you know, and Sonny does come across as that lounge singer kind of, you know, feeling. And uh, for some reason, he makes me think back to, you know, an old TV show from the 80s called It's a Living. And there was a lounge singer on there. And for some reason, he always just makes me think of that, that cheesy, that corny lounge singer. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, he's corny, all right. <laughs> <laughs> No, My alter no. ego. <laughs> now, aside from Sunny Eclipse, you know, you, you know, you've been playing music professionally for quite some time, and many other things. And you also have, uh, you know, uh, blues master classes on DVD. You know, for many aspiring, you know, musicians and people out there, and you know, things like that to help them grow and learn. I guess how did that come about? Where you thought, you know, what let's uh, let's you know get some instructional DVDs out there for people to you know learn and hone in on their skills. Right. Um, well, I was hired as an instructor <clears throat> at the National Guitar Workshop. Uh, they had campuses. They're no longer, uh, they're done. But they had campuses. They had six campuses around the country, and I taught twice in Connecticut. Uh, they had one in Connecticut, and I taught once out here in, in, uh, in Los Angeles at the Marymount uh, College. Um, and when I was doing these uh, instructions, <clears throat> I was uh, I put together a curriculum which eventually became the uh, the instructional DVD, the Cal David Blues Guitar Masterclass DVD series. That's a long name, isn't it? <clears throat> but that's what it became. Uh, it, it's uh, basically um, how to play like me. You know, it's <laughs> how I my, what my influences were, and I've got everything in there. But the kitchen sink. I mean, it's it's really chock full of information, and if anybody takes the time to study with it, um, it's going to improve their skill. Uh, now, I get emails all the time from people, uh, students that are studying that thing uh, across the United States and around the world, and they just, you know, they say things like, uh, you know, the the guys in my band wonder if, you know, how I've uh, you know, uh, done so well lately. Um, my my performances are improving. I have more confidence. I have more uh, ability to improvise, and so that's what I was uh, seeking to do: is help people to have confidence and just whenever they pick up the guitar, they can freely improvise anywhere they put their hand on the neck. That's the whole uh, crux of the thing. But, but um, that was the inspiration. I saw that when I was teaching people at at these schools that. I could reach a whole lot more people by just putting it on, on a DVD. People would ask me, call me all the time and say, do you do uh, instruction? Do you come out and give lessons? And I, I don't have time to do that, really. So I did take the time to put it all down on, on this DVD series and 
I offer it on my website to people that uh, you know want to study. I've made it a little expensive uh, so that people will you know not buy it unless they intend to study it. You know what I mean? It's not just uh, on a whim. You have to. You don't get the information or the knowledge by just owning it. You have to, you know, put in the time. I was going to say that's true for any musician too. You know, you have to put in the time, and you know, even not just musicians, but you know, artists or anyone in in their craft. You know, you can't just uh, hope a DVD is going to do it. You got to put in the work and put in the time to you know make the effort and see those improvements. Well, I mean, and stepping aside from the instructional DVD too. You know, you know, you are a musician, and you know, you have a CD and many CDs, many bands, things you've done. Um, you also have the Crossroads of My Life, you know, which people can get online. I guess, uh, you know, how is it uh, that you find time to sit down and lay down tracks and, you know, keep uh, keep getting these CDs out for everybody to enjoy? And, you know, do you ever tour? I've been touring my whole career. And uh, actually this year uh, is the first year that I made a, a conscious choice to not tour for this winter and spring and boy did I pick the right year because this winter was brutal everywhere except uh, where I live <laughs> you know I live in Palm Springs California um, home of the blues I was kid around you know it's not really but um, I live in here in Palm Springs and it's it's just been uh, beautiful all the whole winter has just been great I didn't we didn't turn on the heat the whole the whole time, you know, and now spring is here and it's in the 80s and it, it, it's it's idyllic. I, I love it here in Palm Springs. And so uh, I stayed around here and uh, played locally, uh, but we will be going back on the road. Um, the last thing I did last year and, uh, was uh, in, uh, we went to Europe in uh, October and we spent the whole month of October in Europe touring all around there and just they just treat us like kings over there it's just amazing i really can understand why a lot of people are they they move away and they never come back in fact one of these days if you're looking for me and you can't find me check in paris i may be there because <laughs> i just love it there i love paris uh we had a wonderful time in germany we did 12 cities in germany uh, it was just great the 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 musicians uh are wonderful the venues are all, you know, state-of-the-art lights and sound, beautiful stages, wonderful audiences, very attentive and, you know, all age groups. And uh, we just had a great time. We're, we're negotiating now to go back to Germany in the month of July, coming right up. So, um, you know, hopefully that'll happen. Uh, I have taken uh, some work on the East Coast for the end of July. So hopefully I can uh, be coming back from Europe and save an airfare and go right to uh, to New England. So yeah, touring is is a big part of what I've done my whole life. Although I am now scaling it down a little bit. Well, I mean, and with uh, and with touring and things like that, and you know, there's nothing that beats the energy and the excitement of a live crowd. Now, is that something that you still just get a thrill out of all these years? Is you know, playing in front of a live crowd and seeing their reactions and enjoying the music and making that connection? Absolutely, that's a big part of why I do this. You know, I guess I'm. You might think I'm a big show off or some kind of egomaniac, but basically. I'm a humble guy that that really just loves. I love people, 
and I love to see people smile, and nothing makes them smile more than a good music show. You know, just to if I can uh, reach somebody uh, with my music and give them a little lift, let them forget their their problems for the for the time I'm on stage. That's that's it for me. That's that's the greatest gift I could get from an audience. And uh, basically, I'm very grateful to be able to uh, still do this. I've done this for many years, and uh, grateful that the crowd still comes. And um, I'm having a ball, man. It's 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 just a great life. Well, definitely, you know, and being able to connect with everybody, and you know, connect with everybody on that level. You know, I love music, and I love live shows myself. So, you know, it really is just there's something that you get from live music and being there that uh, you just don't get by listening to a CD. Now, you know, of course, you still really do you know, want to listen to CDs and have those in your car and your latest release and things like that. Um, you know, if anybody wants to find your latest release, where could they find that? Well, it's uh, Crossroads of My Life, which, by the way, was uh, voted uh, one of the top 100 blues CDs of 2011. Uh, it got a lot of airplay uh, nationally and internationally. Uh, first, it was on Sirius XM, so... That's that's national, you know. But then uh, we got picked up by other countries and a lot of stations across the states, um, where you can find, um, you know, either downloads or or uh, you know Amazon, iTunes, uh, you know, many others. Uh, but the best place to get it, and the best place I like people to get it, is on my website, which is caldavid.com. So if you go to caldavid.com and click on the store icon, you'll find it in there. One penny cheaper than Amazon. <laughs> so it's a big savings. <laughs> well, you know, we know you're busy and you're taking time out of your schedule for us. But, uh, you know, getting back for some of the Disney fans out there and the people that love Sunny Eclipse who isn't going anywhere, uh, you know, since they've just expanded that restaurant even more. And, you know, they realize that, uh, you know, fans love him. Um, does it still ever strike you off guard that so many people do love Sunny Eclipse? I mean, he's on everything from, you know, park merchandise to pins to, you know, fans just loving it, YouTube videos. Um, you know, when you recorded this little audio animatronic for Disney, did you ever think all these years later that uh, your voice is still going to be heard, you know, for generations to come? Well, I'm kind of like Jiminy Cricket, you know. I mean, that guy performed that voice for so many years in so many films and on TV and he's gone now that actor he's he's died years ago but Jiminy Cricket will live on forever <laughs> through through Disney you know and uh and uh I'm not going to live forever but Sonny may you know Sonny may live for a long time and I, I get emails all the time I got an email from my cousin and he was visiting uh, the park, uh, Disney World, with his family, and he had forgotten that I told him I was I played the role of Sunny Eclipse. So he's there with his wife, and they're they're enjoying Cosmic Rays Cafe, and um, his wife says to him, "That animatronic character sounds like Cal," <laughs> and uh, and he laughed. He said, "You know, I forgot that he told me that." He, he appears in this park <laughs> every day. So, uh, 
and they were they were loving it. They were just loving it. But I get emails from from just fans who uh, me and um, they want to know about it and they want to tell me how much they enjoy it and stuff. And it happens, you know, all the time. It happens all the time. I have um, not as many fans for Sonny as I do for myself, but but it's really it's gratifying to uh, to hear it. I'm very proud of that work. I'm very proud. You know, my my partner, uh, my wife, Lori Bono, was one of the Invisible Space Angels, and that was her group. They're actually known as the Brunettes. She has a vocal group of of three women, three girls. And um, when George Wilkins wanted to hire someone to do the Invisible Background voices, I recommended Lori, and she, she and the other two girls came in and uh, nailed it. And that was a lot of fun. So, you know, we're very proud of that. It was one, uh, you know, like a few days out of our lives where we did that. And it was a gig, you know. But it, but it was a very memorable one and something that will always be, uh, you know, a part of my life, even though it don't. And that was it. <laughs> I'm hoping that they do a Sunny Eclipse movie. I'm still around, you know. Or, or expand the uh, expand the thing to the park, and but uh, it never has. Well, you know, I but, think you know when they do the Sunny Eclipse movie, I can still sing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think a Sunny Eclipse you know movie or you know maybe a thirty minute cartoon show about the adventures of Sunny Eclipse and the Space Angels. You know, I could see a lot of things going in different directions. It would be terrific, and uh, and I I hope that they call. Definitely. You know, like I said, you know, Sunny Eclipse has played a part in many people's lives. You know, I, I grew up, you know, watching Sunny Eclipse down there. Well, not grew up. I was probably in college. But now I've introduced Sunny Eclipse to my four children and everything else. So, you know, it's uh, it, it's one of those family traditions. You got to go. You got to eat at the Starlight Lounge and uh, listen to Sunny Eclipse. So, you know, from all the Disney fans, we thank you. And, uh, you know, as we know you're busy and so many other things, um, you know, as we let you go, for all the Sunny Eclipse fans out there, for all the Cal David fans, fans out there is there any final words you'd like to leave for them well uh the uh the word from unork city <laughs> is uh thank you to all the fans and uh keep on coming into to, uh, starlight uh, rays cafe i got the name wrong didn't i and i keep coming in and seeing sunny and uh i really appreciate it but don't forget that i'm a real guy too and uh do come to caldavid.com and check out my website. There's a lot of stuff on it, probably more than you want to read about me. And there's all my uh, music is available there. And uh, so don't forget that Sunny Clips equals Cal David. It's my alter ego. Well, you know, it was our pleasure having you on once again, taking time out of your schedule. And, you know, from all the Disney fans, thank you once again. Thanks, Jonathan. You be well. Oh, bright little star, though I'm light years away from her now. I can't help but to feel that somehow We're both wishing on you I imagine your light in her eyes As she gazes up into the skies At this moment does she realize You are in my eyes too Oh bright little star Is she wishing the same wish as me? That somewhere out in space there may be A nice planet for two Where someday we'll be All alone in our own galaxy Dancing under a star 
canopy And our favorite is you Transit Authority, Metroliner nonstop, now departing Rocket Tower Plaza Station for a round-trip Super Skyway Tour. Welcome aboard, TTA travelers. Whether you're a humanoid, a robot, or an alien passenger, we hope you enjoy your trip along Tomorrowland Transit Authority's Super Skyway. Hi, this is puppeteer and author Noel McNeil, and you are listening to Diz On Demand. Oh. My siestas are getting shorter and shorter. Required voice identification. EC-82. Hey gang, it's Jason again. Welcome down here to the vault. I'm very fortunate to open the skylight here tonight to be able to look up to the stars and enjoy a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Yes, we're traveling to Tomorrowland. No, not the George Clooney movie that's coming out soon, which I'm really excited about. Little details, but so excited for. But we're going to travel in Tomorrowland to one of my favorite places to eat in Tomorrowland. Why, the terrace, of course, where the one and only Sunny Eclipse performs. Well, what's fitting means to have Cal David here in the DoD studios. So, in honor, Cal... I salute you. I thank you for giving me greater evenings of eating chicken salad and or chicken fingers in the Tomorrowland Terrace area. And I give to you a space odyssey that is usually looked over, unfortunately, in the Disney pantheon of great films. I bring to you the DVD release, well, the Blu-ray release of Treasure Planet. The story is a new take on the Robert Louis Stevenson novel, Treasure Island. Instead of searching for treasure in the Caribbean, now we're in the vastness of space. Meet Jim Hawkins, a carefree kid with a mean sense of solar surfing. All he's ever wanted to do was sail the vastness of space because of the great stories he was told as a boy. Many years later, while helping his mother Sarah, voiced by Laurie Metcalf, our dear sister of Roseanne, Jim is helping his mother run the local inn. While doing so, he sees a ship crash nearby. The pilot, known as Billy Bones, gives Jim a sphere and a warning. Beware the cyborg. Well, we should all beware that. I mean, we've seen Terminator and other things. 
But anyway, in no time flat, Billy dies, and of course what happens? Pirates come. Trashing everything in sight, Jim, Sarah, and their good friend, Dr. Dilbert Doppler, voiced by David Hyde Pierce, manages to escape. As all curious kids do, Jim wants to know about the spear, and turns out to be a hollow map to find the famed treasure planet. Doppler decides it might be best to look into this and hires Captain Amelia, voiced by the ever-elegant Emma Thompson, our dear friend from a recent movie, Saving Mr. Banks. He hires her and her ragtag crew of the RLS Legacy. Among the crew is a sketchy cook named John Silver, not John Smith, different story. John Silver, who becomes great friends with Jim and his supervisor while working in the galley. Jim and Silver for, uh, form a very close father-son relationship, along with Silver's pet, Morph. Jim is finally getting everything he desires, and then some. But as all good stories, things take a turn. On their travels, the RLS Legacy encounters a supernova. Silver almost loses his life, but Jim saves him. Everything is high sailing until that supernova becomes a black hole, taking first mate Arrow with it. Jim blames himself for the loss, but it's the shifty crew at work that ends up being Arrow's demise. The ship reaches the planet and all heck breaks loose, or as the pirates call it, a mutiny, led by none other than John Silver himself. Our team of Jim, Doppler, and Amelia escape, but barely. Amelia is injured in the attack, and a new friend is formed in Morph, gaining at the shoulder of Jim. Finally on foot, our group encounters Ben, a crazy robot who claims to have lost his memory. But if he claims to have lost his memory, how does he remember that? <laughs> he offers to help Amelia bandage his wounds, and while playing doctor, our group is once again captured. However, Jim, Ben, and Morph conveniently sneak out the back to discover they've only been missing the map and they need to retrieve it. Our little saboteurs do a fine job at doing what they do best and nearly get killed, but not before getting what they came for, the map, but also to see Amelia and Doppler bound by silver. Jim is forced to use the map, which we discover not only helps them find a portal that can take them anywhere in the universe, but the real treasure is in the center of Treasure Planet. Well, it's not really a planet, come to find out, but it's a space station. How convenient. Jim goes in search of the treasure, and he finds that and more. He happens to find Ben's memory. Quickly, he reseats Ben's memory, only to discover that Ben remembers that the planet is set to self-destruct upon the treasure's discovery. Rushing out, pirates lose their lives in the erupting lava, and Silver is soon faced with his own dilemma, a boat full of gold that would set him for life or save the life of Jim. The scurvy pirate does the right thing and saves Jim, and now it's time for Jim to do the same, to save everyone around him. By using some fancy maneuvering and some metal know-how, Jim, with Doppler's help and piloting skills, saves the legacy and the day. After the escape, Amelia bounds up the mutineers and offers Jim a place in the Interstellar Academy. Silver finds this the perfect time for an escape, only to be spotted by Jim. Out of compassion, Jim lets him go, and out of a good heart, Silver offers some of the treasure as a bit of thanks. Jim uses that bit of thanks to rebuild the inn, which is where we see the end scenes. This a few years later, 
with Amelia and Doppler married, Jim as a military cadet, and Silver out in the blackness of space, rattling the stars. This was a 2002 release, and most people either forget about this fine film or don't really go and watch it because of the bad press it received. Yes, it was the 43rd animated feature, but it was also during a time when Pixar was picking up steam and not a part of the Disney Corporation, as well as another company called DreamWorks making their mark as well. And that the idea of 2D animation was the way of the past and 3D was the way of the future. What would have been great is that, it, that interconnectivity that this movie had created using both 2D and 3D seamlessly, but again, the bad press seemed to have gotten the better of it which doesn't mean you can't pick it up now. In 2012, it had set up its 10th anniversary, which was perfect timing for a Blu-ray release. What is this beautiful, beautiful, and I mean beautiful, Blu-ray going to give you? Well, of course, it's going to give you the stunning story that we have just discussed, as well as some wonderful features that you cannot go without utilizing. It does have the audio commentary with producer Roy Canlali and John Musker and Ron Clements. And it is beautiful to listen to. There are many things uh, that are hosted by Lori Metcalf herself, like a discussion of the legacy. It's a 3D tour of the ship itself. The Disneypedia of Pirates. Disney Animation and its magic, hosted by our dearest of dear Roy Disney. Deleted scenes, of course, you cannot go wrong with three unfinished scenes that would have completed a little bit of tweaking in the story. A story definition about what goes on, as well as the music video for Jim's theme, I'm Still Here, performed by John Resnick, who Jim sort of looks like more than the voice actor that plays Jim, that being Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Of course, art design, as well as the characters. How can you not go through and understand how Ben was created? Ben being voiced by the great Martin Short, which makes you question and I bring this to you. How many SCTV alum have been a part of our Disney pantheon? Think about that. We'll come back to that later. Dimensional staging. Again, understanding the idea between putting together the 2D and the 3D. And of course, the idea of the trailers that actually were presented to release this film. Both the theatrical and the teaser. So there you have it. Treasure Planet. A great lost hit of our Disney animation history. I suggest going and finding it, either getting it on a streaming means or purchasing the Blu-ray itself. You will not be disappointed. Forget what the critics said. Enjoy it for yourself. You cannot go wrong. Well, gang, I think it's time to close up shop and put this one away, and we'll get ready for another time next week. So until next time, gang, remember, the magic of Disney movies is always inside of you. Coming to theaters November 27th. appears to be some kind of map. This is the moment Jim Hawkins had always dreamed of. Whoa, treasure planet. Now, he 
He's determined to go for it. This is my chance to set things right. I don't want to lose you. Make you proud. Robert Louis Stevenson's greatest adventure, Treasure Island, as it has never been seen before. Oh, hands to Satan! Walt Disney Pictures presents Treasure Planet. How cool is this? What are you looking at, weirdo? Yeah, weirdo. Brace yourself. Pleasure to meet you, Jimmy. It's Jim. <laughs> and you are? I want to say Larry. He may be on a quest for gold. To make people see me a little different. Mr. Silver? Cyborg. But he better watch out for Silver. Change in plot, lads. Pirates on my ship. Oh, mama. We move now. This isn't over yet. Sometimes, courage can be the greatest treasure of all. You think a pup like you can take on the likes of me? Watch me. Treasure Planet. Captain Flint? In the flesh! Except for skin, organs, or anything that resembles flesh. Dreams for every girl and boy. Wondrous lands and make believe will fill your heart with joy. A castle is the entrance way to seven lands and more. Step inside our storybook. Imagine what's in store. It's all pure magic wrapped up in pixie dust. In pixie dust. Welcome to a place where dreams come true.
I could feel the car shake. I tipped my hat and took a seat. I said, I hope I haven't stepped up on her feet. It's Disney Blues. Disney On Demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, LVD heads, so I'm back once again. And thank you, Jason, for stopping in with the vault. Remember, LVD heads, add many of these DVDs and Blu-rays and even VHSs to your collection. No Disney collection is complete without adding a variety of these titles that Jason gives to us every single show. So with all that said, all of you D-heads, you know, my time is winding down here. I've walked around Tomorrowland while Mom took the two oldest kids on Stitch's Great Escape, the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, Buzz Lightyear, Space Mountain, and even the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, all while I'm pushing a stroller, walking around, and... Uh, hanging out in one of the coolest spots here in the Tomorrowland Arcade. So lots of fun things going on here this week. But I do want to extend a very special thank you once again to Cal David for stopping in here at the show. You made our experience very much fun. It's memorable and more for many people in the Disney community. Being Sunny Eclipse, hanging out at the Starlight Cafe, and just getting that bite, getting that, you know, something to eat and hanging out in Tomorrowland. It's something that all of us remember every trip to the Magic Kingdom. Be sure to check out more from Cal David LVD heads as he's going to be touring and doing a lot more things pick up his cds and more thanks cal once again for stopping in here at the show let's cross our fingers that that sunny eclipse movie may hit the scene you never know right and i'd also like to thank the d team yes i'd like to thank all of you aaron caitlin jason and lexi all for stopping in here this week without you there would be no show definitely be sure to connect up with the d team on our official website at dizradio.com dizradio.com connect up with the d team and you know spread the magic they do this show as well for the love of disney so thank you d team once again for stopping in so all of you D-heads, before I let you go, I have some other special words that I want to leave with you, as well as who's going to be stopping in next week for show number 75. But before I do that, I want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. D-I-Z Radio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney Blue, B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio. And remember, you can find all these links on our official website at DizRadio.com. And remember, you can always subscribe to our show in Stitcher Radio and iTunes. Just search Diz Radio and subscribe right there and get the latest shows right there in your handheld device, your MP3 player, whatever choice you use to listen to music and more. Just get the show right there in the palm of your hand. So, all VD heads, with that said, it has been a magical trip here at the Magic Kingdom for me. You know, hitting up the Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios, spending that time with my family, and I have to say, one of the best things we did was we didn't do a countdown this time. 
we actually surprised our children at 5 in the morning. Yes, I woke three of our four kids up. We let the youngest one sleep a little bit longer, but we woke up three of the kids up at 5 a.m. and broke the news that we were going to the Magic Kingdom, that we were going to Disney World, something they've been asking for for the last three months. It truly was special, magical, and in a couple of minutes, I'm going to share that uh, little blurb of when we shared it with them with all of you D-heads as well. But before I go, I do want to say, as we get busy, as it gets chaotic, as I always say every week here at the show, never neglect family for business. And this week proves that even for me. As we take time, we relax, and always remember the magic, whether that was the magic of yourself growing up with Disney, your memories with your family, and even now, making new memories with your children as well. Until next week, all of you D-heads, I'll see you online, and remember the magic.
Open up. We're going to Disney World right now. It's not a trick. We're really going to Disney World right now. Take off your pajamas and take your shirt on. Here. Here. You got a ticket and an autograph card? Okay. Our plane leaves in a little bit. Zachary can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> you got a ticket? Yeah. I got it. I don't think they believe us. You believe us? You don't? Tyler, <laughs> do you believe us? Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.